Welcome to episode 36 of Echo Screen, your one and only number one Echo, uh, the Dolphin podcast on the internet. That's not true at all. Are, um, are you okay, name? man? What's happening? You saved it at the end. You almost messed up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what wasn't a mess up? Echo the Dolphin, which a game I've never played, uh, but would like to. It's very weird. Doesn't anyway. it have like, it's all about an alien invasion and everything? I have Something no idea. Like Literally zero idea. There's a dolphin, a photorealistic dolphin that you like swim in the ocean with. So. And and then you fight like a xenomorph at the ending. I think it's brutally hard as well. It yeah. was revolutionary at the time, but I don't I don't know. I think my sister had it for the Genesis. Anyway, my name is Blaze. With me this week is Aaron. Me. And Robert. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Okay, welcome guys. I think this is like this lineup of people on the show are like our version of DC's Trinity. Kind of sucks, <laughs> but uh, hopefully, sometime soon, uh, when they make a movie of our lives, we can both we can have like a. I guess technically it would be like an Aaron versus Blaze, um, Dawn of Justice, or whatever. It's so called. I'm Wonder and Woman in the in the third act. Yeah, you'd be Wonder Woman. Awesome. So, um, Oh, of course. You'd come in like the third act to uh, Deus Ex Machina, the villain. That doesn't make sense for the movie, but it happens anyway. <laughs> so the um, villain also, would be Anthony. Uh, yeah. Who yeah. has cloned himself with uh, the large body. To oh, perfect. Create. A large body heartless, if you don't know. Uh, it's from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> so probably no one knows that. But, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. who. who what would be uh, Aaron and my uh, connective tissue? to get us to be uh um, to like when i when i guess what is it batman superman so so aaron's batman so when aaron's about to stab me with his uh, kryptonite spear or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what is the name that i say i'm saying save somebody and then um aaron's like what why did you say that name that would be um what aaron like stops aaron from uh, killing me and then we work together uh what's what? something that you guys like both really agree on like in like kind of pop culture i guess like save final fantasy nine. absolutely nothing <laughs> <laughs> play final fantasy nine why did you say that <laughs> don't worry awesome. tonight we will be playing final fantasy nine wow awesome well if that's all it takes perfect and then rob hears about that and is like yeah hey Here's my really good theme that they don't use in the new movie for some reason. Why don't they yeah. use that theme? In this case, uh, it would be Pumpkin Hill. And... Oh, from Pumpkin Hill from Sonic Adventure uh, Two, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, and I'd be watching. Really... I'd be watching your fight on an airplane, even though I can fly now. And uh... yeah, but um, also, why is Wonder Woman um, able to just sense crime? just from nowhere but also she has this like av room where she can see all of the things everywhere and also she's totally anonymous because when she destroys cameras spoilers for the beginning of wonder woman 2 uh which would be wonder woman 1984 she goes to this mall and like destroys all these security cameras but it's like they're linked into a system that records things so it obviously she'd have to go to the room that like has all the tapes and recordings and destroy all those just destroying the cameras doesn't do anything so which which, can i i i i feel like i need to ask this to make sure this is true because 
it, this might mm-hmm. be a big spoiler. Uh, Aaron, Blaze, you both have seen it? Aaron, nope. No, I don't think Aaron has. Do okay. you care, Aaron? Uh, not really. Okay. Cool. I needed to look this up because I didn't know if it was really in it or not because it was something that was building up towards the release. Um, I looked up whether or not the invisible plane is in the movie. And then I found out awesome. in the Here movie, she just has the ability to make things turn invisible. Yeah, she's trying out the spell that Zeus uh, taught her or whatever <laughs> or something. I don't even remember the dumb line that was like hand wavy away. Yeah, and they're just r- flying in a regular airplane, and then she's like, hang on, if I focus really hard, okay. I can make... <laughs> There's a few things here. So, one, um, Chris Pine's character from the first movie is, like, back in a way. So I want to explain how okay. for people who haven't seen the film. But he's back. And, okay, he's a pilot from World War One, mm-hmm. And they get in a very modern, very, like like strangely fully equipped and fueled fighter jet they hop in very tiny like comparatively to the classic like plane that wonder woman flies around with all of her friends whatever okay fine they're changing it a little bit great chris pine pilot man can not only fly this fighter jet wonder woman then turns this jet that they stole invisible like with some spell that she happens to know and has been working on. She got it from Merlin, the wizard. She got it from Zeus or whatever, which they haven't explained. I don't think they actually explained that she was Zeus's child to her. They just, like, called her a god. Like, like that's canonically, I guess, in the, the comics. She's like, I, the daughter I think, of Zeus. I think it's mentioned at the end of the last movie at okay. some point. All right. Well, yeah, still, it's like, oh, so you can just do that now. If you could do that, why don't you just make yourself invisible instead of destroying all those video cameras at the beginning of the movie? Um, <laughs> oh, well. I guess you can't un-invisible it. Hey, man. Flying a plane is like riding a bike, you know? They're all yeah. built the same, and you never forget how to do it. So Yeah, it's totally never improved on uh, aviation since... Uh, since the World War One time. No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's all been the same. Yeah. All right. Oh, as long as you think that. All right. Well, we did no, not... Uh, I know ex- that. I played Flight Simulator. Oh. No, oh, why didn't you tell us that you know how to fly a plane, man? I like to keep it on the down low, you know? Yeah, that's I don't true. want to brag about stuff. Yeah. Unlike certain people. Fair enough, fair enough. Like who? <clears throat> what do you... Anyway, I've actually uh, been on Game Pass a lot recently, and I've been seeing Flight Simulator just there, and I've been, like, really curious, but I'm also, like, kind of want a flight stick for that, because uh, why would I just play that with the Xbox controller? Oh, yeah, that's not a good way to play it. So, but maybe. I don't really want to buy a flight stick for that one game. Then I would just be looking for reasons to use this thing that I spent probably too much Use it money. for literally every game. All right. I'll play Ori with a, a, a flight stick. Yeah. Why not? That sounds awful. Uh, okay, real things that we were actually going to talk about and not Wonder Woman. <laughs> so, uh, a lot's happened in the past week. Vicarious Visions, a uh, studio known for Skylanders. The <laughs> would they did they do the Crash remake? Yep. Did they do the Spyro remake? I don't know. I if think they, they were 
Like people wanted them to. Yeah, I think is the thing. But I don't think they did. But they did the no. Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater One and Two remake that came out recently, mm-hmm. and it, they've been basically like they've been affiliated with Activision for such a long time. They even helped with like the Destiny Two port, or I think it was the PC port. I'm not hundred percent on that, but something. Re- regardless, um, Vicarious Visions was fully purchased and indoctrinated into the Activision Blizzard. Uh, umbrella over the past week. At least announced it was. It probably was way before. But yeah, now they've uh, grown too big for their britches and now uh, Activision wants to uh, suck the life and joy out of them as they have done to Blizzard. Um, All the fun and creativity is going to be put into uh, new Overwatch levels and characters. Yeah, the word on the street is they're making a. Uh, they're gonna task them with making a Diablo two uh, remake or remaster or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Which would be cool, I guess, but it's like, just do that yourselves, Blizzard. And Why also, do you have to literally hire another company who you're probably gonna lay off like ninety percent of the people in a couple of years when none of your shit goes well because you make shitty decisions. But yeah. you know, and that's also, just my opinion in a million quotes. <laughs> Uh, they also like don't like have a good track record as a company. Not like Vicarious Visions, but like Activision Blizzard do not have a good mm-hmm. track record with these like ma- remaking these beloved things because you know, hey, <laughs> uh, Warcraft Three, whatever happened to that really good uh, remake? That Reforged they did, that they totally just like brushed under the rug. Mm-hmm. But okay, uh, yeah, okay, that sucks. Uh, yeah, I'm not too happy about that at all um yeah so tony hawks pro skater one and two literally won uh best sports game of the year yeah uh, <laughs> that probably sealed the deal for them like yeah. the nail, final nail in their coffin of not getting like totally taken over whatever that sucks a lot mm. um really good awesome news that doesn't suck whatsoever microsoft is giving gaming the best deal of their lives not only can you have uh, Xbox Live Gold for, <laughs> uh, for uh, a whole year, you can have it for six months for what you used to pay for a whole year. Isn't that great value? Yeah. Oh, wait. You guys heard what I said, right? You guys can you heard? do the math for me? I'm sorry. I wasn't oh, okay. listening. What? So, so instead of paying $60 for the whole year, uh-huh. you could pay $60 for only six months. Oh, man. That's nice. a, that's ten that's bucks like, per month. Yeah, it's that's easy. You know, it's not yeah. like they doubled the price. What do you mean? And then uh, they announced that on Friday morning, and within like twelve hours of that announcement, <laughs> they reversed that decision because that's awesome. The worst boneheaded move they could possibly do. Hey, remember <laughs> all that good, good, uh, good press really nailing it on the delivery and like coming to like the gaming scene and being really pro-consumer all this like good faith effort that they were doing well let's reverse that and uh, add really like huge negative ramifications on that (laughs) it's like oh did you you not only stepped in it you like made the like one of the worst uh tone deaf decisions like possible hey aren't people financially hurting worse than ever right now <laughs> let's double the price of the service that already sucks and is not yeah, worth it in the middle of a pandemic when yeah. uh hundreds of thousands the hundreds of thousands of people have been laid off of their jobs uh you're going to take the one thing that they probably take solace in when they 
get home or you know have been at home for days and just like yeah i just want to forget about a couple things and play some xbox oh what's that xbox gold is now 120 dollars a year (laughs) instead of 60 dollars guess i'll fucking die even and even worse is they did not uh, allow you to play free to play games which are truly free to play like fortnite Mm -hmm. on their system without being a gold subscriber yeah (laughs) you have to pay for the internet essentially on your xbox so before it took it was 60 dollars per year to play fortnite based and (laughs) other games that were free to play um on on an xbox and imagine like oh i'm gonna get the uh, xbox series s for my kid for christmas so they can play fortnite um then i have to pay 120 bucks per year additionally imagine that console exists and you keep that console for five years that console is no longer a 300 dollars system that console is <laughs> four t- 420 um without tax or whatever from like the get-go when you buy it additionally like what we add four more years on top of that so it's uh four times it's a lot of math right there that's yeah it's, mm. you're looking at like a six to seven hundred dollar console that is just not that sucks <laughs> no thank you um yeah and so they realized that they made what it's been like commonly referred to as the worst deal in gaming when like <laughs> like it's already the worst deal the games that they offer for um like their games with gold are already jokes like comparatively to like like playstation plus which yeah. we'll we'll get into but oh boy uh they really messed up and like it makes game pass which if they want people to just switch to game pass ultimate which is 15 bucks a month and instead of paying like the 10 bucks or whatever it is they already charge for gold like just cancel gold and make game pass the only thing that people can do yeah <laughs> if you want just people upgrade to upgrade people up, who have gold to uh game pass whatever ultimate yeah just give them like six months leeway it's like hey for the next like for uh, in six months xbox uh games with gold is ending but um for for only like five dollars more or whatever you can you can get a like a year subscription of Game Pass, and then it'll all auto renew for X amount of dollars per month going forward. Then they have that easy transition instead of, hey, uh, this thing you already hate using, it's gonna be um, twice as much. And they're trying to rip the bandaid off, it. man. <laughs> that is the worst. It's like. <laughs> Uh, They're trying to rip the band-aid off by giving you a bigger band-aid that will hurt more, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it'll, like, distract you from the pain of, like, the real band-aid being ripped off. And yet, you hit an artery, <laughs> and yeah. the band-aid's not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so that sucks. They reversed the decision, which is just, like, I don't think I've ever seen, a, like, a bigger, like, oh, oops, we messed up. Sorry, yeah, that guys. so fast. So fast. Awesome. Um, and they and then they like additionally change the whole um the whole thing with free to play games which they will going forward i think in the next coming months they haven't just flipped the they work now switch it's uh 
they will in the next coming months they will allow you to use those games without xbox live gold so cool too long mm-hmm. too little too late i yeah. don't know what that <laughs> what that sound is rob oh uh, that is a truck passing by i am sorry awesome no worries i'm just i was just like is there a ufo landing near your house he's at the bus station right now awesome. yeah I'm microsoft act- headquarters should tell him about yeah. uh, how pissed off he was about gold but that was before they made their decision, so now he's kind of stuck in the middle of uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the flyover states. You pretty much, I mean, like right now they're kind enough. They gave me like a phone booth to record in. It's pretty good. Um, I'm surprised you have good enough internet to do that. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a pretty good flyover state. I don't know where I am, but you know, I'll figure that out after <laughs> we're done recording. Nameless city, nameless state. Yeah. Has a telephone booth, surprisingly. Uh, Is there a town name Nameless in America? That would be a really cool name for a book. Anyway. There's a town well, named Myanus. Oh, okay. That's right. a great name for a book. How much, okay. for, how much for that title, young man? Uh, five shares of GameStop. Coming right we'll up, get, sir. Well, I guess we <laughs> can just get into it now. GameStop. We I wouldn't just like to go back-to-back back, Sony, Microsoft, Microsoft, and Sony, but... GameStop, major player that we've said will be out of business by the end of this console generation or <laughs> sooner. Uh, well, I still think that, like, for sure, but... Um, oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, I guess gamers are paying attention uh, to, to uh, like, economics as well as their video games because uh, people on Reddit have decided to artificially... Uh, make the GameStop price, uh, stock price skyrocket, and it's it's like uh, okay before this like de- definite manipulation of the stock price, it was five dollars or something a share. Last week mm-hmm. it went up to like twenty five with uh with it like I think it was like stock it like the stock uh, stock was fr- frozen a couple times because it was just like going out of control it like yeah. it like stopped around like i think the 25 26 dollar range when it like jumped up and then um when it hit like 75 to 80 something like later that week it it stopped again and as of this week it's like wednesday when we're recording it's what like 350 dollars yeah so uh and yeah still hey, going up and still going up it's probably gonna hit over uh 500 very fast and basically mm-hmm. um this stock was really undervalued like stock analysts um basically thought that this was a bad stock not worth investing the company is like headed down the tubes it's not worthwhile and so these uh basically uh because of like the negative forecast on the stock people were like they could they could buy it at a penalty as long as the stock didn't increase they could just like pay less for it or whatever mm-hmm. i think that's how like specifically it worked and then if the price goes up they pay a penalty for it like they're penalized and they're forced to buy the stock at like at the price instead of like that reduced price which then added has this feedback loop of they are one penalized and they owe more money than the stock is worth and they yeah. also are forced to buy it which drives the stock <laughs> up so 
yeah. because of this people on reddit your average joe uh com- like internet consumer person who has a handful of dollars instead of these million to billion uh like dollar hedge funds are now like manipulating this stock in such a way and amc the stock for the movie theater chain is also they're starting that in blackberry blackberry well, as well so a lot of the uh other stocks besides like um gamestop uh essentially what they're trying to do is like they're trying to use like bots as a counter market manipulation to show projecting positive trends in these other stocks to force people to sell gamestop and buy in on those other ones to like even it out essentially Mm -hmm. but like obviously people on reddit have like figured this out and they're like yeah no we're not gonna do that just keep investing in gamestop yeah um i mean it's not like those other like blackberry amc and uh, i think there's one more it's not like those are like bad investments or whatever it's Mm -hmm. just like yeah (laughs) they're beating their heads against the wall with this thing and like doing it in such a way that it fucks everything else up yeah which is awesome they've already um basically destroyed one hedge fund uh, management group and like beyond that company being bailed out for like i believe multi-billion dollars um of course it will be liquidated probably or is already liquidated mm-hmm. and then beyond that um the price will continue to surge but if anyone has followed like like this is an aberration this is not normal like all of the stock analysts the government and like everyone who uh, has skin in the game or thinks they know better about like i'm a professional at this like what is happening here this is not natural like they're trying to get this regulated as fast as possible, but it's also like, it's almost like guerrilla warfare. They literally, yeah. there's too many players <laughs> who have like zero significance in like, they're mm-hmm. just average Joes have no like name, like quality and no physical assets. Like they, yeah. they turned like $200 or more to like thousands of dollars somebody is almost at like a million yeah it's Um, just like i saw in a picture but yeah uh, they're playing the game and this is the game that was created uh whenever the stocks were created and we just now figured out that we could uh fuck it up i guess yeah it's it's pretty wild like i assume by friday at like the minimum this will be um regulated in some form or they're gonna like like bar uh stock trading in such a way or like something because it's affected the like the real like big players who actually have money and now that the like the little guy like free market is not as free it's never been free but it's all like Mm -hmm. it's all always been like this dumb made-up game and now it's (laughs) just like hey we're proving your point that you're you said this stock was not uh, like not good and worthless and uh we're really petty so we're gonna prove you wrong and screw you over to prove that point that's literally what what's going on and people are gonna get rich and a lot more people are going to lose their entire life savings like they did with bitcoin a couple years ago so all right i mean i kind of wish i had some GameStop, you know but hey i don't (laughs) so I know. Just be part of the trend. It's easy. 
god. Yeah, if I could afford um, a share, double that share, and then buy more, like, rinse, repeat, sure. But I, I, I have too much time uh, doing other stuff than to be glued to my phone all day. Just buy a uh, 0.05% of a share. God. I'll still make money. Yeah, you're probably right. Anyway... That's GameStop, which uh, it will. Co- it's a continuing uh, story, so we'll probably talk about an update or uh, something to that effect next week if it continues to trend as it as it will because it's so strange. Mm-hmm. But PlayStation and Sony, uh, almost in response to Xbox's big snafu and reversal. They announced their PlayStation Plus subscription games for February, and they're kind of uh, blowing Xbox out of the water. It's actually super surprising what they're offering. I thought that when they offered Bug Snacks uh, in November, like that (laughs) brand new PlayStation 5 exclusive game, that when they were offering that as a free, quote-unquote free, PlayStation Plus subscription game, Mm -hmm. that was like incredible. Now, I I believe we talked about it already, but Destruction All-Stars, which was delayed, but is now coming out in February. Yeah. Um, that is coming to PlayStation 5. So if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you will get that uh, for next month. Not only that, you will get Control Ultimate Edition, which we've talked about previously and how like Whoa. they were screwing everyone over with forcing yep. the upgrade update. Uh, to buy that, which was forty bucks for that uh, new version, which is the only version that will be the next gen upgrade patch. What version? Uh, they're giving that to PlayStation Plus members as well, and uh, a game for the PlayStation Four. It'll work on PS Five, but it was kind of went under the radar. But it was like an exclusive called Concrete G- uh, Genie, which has a pretty interesting. Yeah, art style. I remember seeing. Like some clips of that game. Yeah. I'm really interested in that. Honestly, I'd pay the price of one month of um, PlayStation Plus to get Control Ultimate Edition and Concrete Genie just to, like, just to have those in my collection. Because I assume at some point in time I will want to continue my PlayStation <coughs> Plus uh, subscription, especially when I get a PS5. But, uh, yeah, I might early jump back in so I can have these, you know, they're just, those two games are worth whatever the, I think it's probably like around 10 bucks or something ridiculous, but yeah, for one month, I could do it, just to snag these two, sure. Any thoughts, guys? I mean, Mm. I'm kind of tempted to do the Ultimate Edition, I mean, I I already paid for the others, like, kind of add-ons and all that, but... I feel like um, this will travel with you to the PlayStation Five, though, so you'll be able to get exactly. like, the PlayStation Five upgrade, which yeah. is like really something. It's going to be the most ideal way of playing this because hopefully, like the loading like issues and all that will be miles away by the time it's there. But I believe the performance uh, is is uh by and far better on the playstation 5 and uh of the ultimate edition version so yeah so you should be good there when you have a next gen console yeah so i might do it i might uh enjoy the month play uh uncharted for online 
a little bit, you know, oh. enjoy the PS Plus for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Games Pass has vanilla control, while PlayStation Plus subscribers will be getting Control Ultimate Edition. And that's just like, hmm. an adi- like Control literally, believe within the past couple of days, went to Games Pass. And now, next Tuesday, when, like Tuesday, February 2nd, Groundhog Day, um, you'll get a Control Ultimate Edition on your PlayStation. Man, wow. Games Pass, not so good. Just, they, just like, even, <laughs> even though I, I've been enjoying Game Pass a lot, like, yeah, it's not all the DLC included for all these games. It's just, that's mm-hmm. just uh, not something that Xbox is, I guess, trying to do or competing with. But Sony is definitely like, hey, I stepped we, up the game. We have, uh, we have some heat that we're bringing and it's working especially with the the whole microsoft thing man uh yeah they they're seeing I'm, people leave the building and they're like hey come on let's have a let's have dinner and talk about this and then yeah they just seduce you again god damn it's, it <laughs> it's uh it's so, it's so strange that like microsoft billion dollar company like mult, like they they're like a trillion dollar company i'm pretty sure that's accurate they're a trillion dollar company they uh, apparently made the money they spent on Bethesda back twofold already. Within like three months, they made two Bethesdas back, which they purchased Bethesda for like seven point something billion, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So they made like 15 billion or something ridiculous within three months. And they launched a console which has more powerful specs than the PlayStation 5. And yet... They have less consoles on the market, availability-wise, and their exclusives are separated between two, two like between the consoles and and PC, where all their games are available. Their their killer subscription app, Games Pass, is available for both. All their exclusives are available like day one, mostly in most cases, besides Halo Wars, um, too, were available. PC and Flight Simulator, I guess. PC and Xbox day and date. And um, then they do this Xbox Live Gold thing. They're like, yeah, we really didn't learn any lessons. We're just totally forcing you to have a $100 camera, uh, always on camera, bundled in with your, your Xbox One. And <laughs> there's going to be DR- DRM built in, always online. Yeah, suck it, consumer. It's like... Uh, you really, uh, you really don't know what you're doing, I guess. Like, what's happening? Like, yeah. Phil, Phil Spencer had to have like been like, "That's fine, double the price." Like, he had to be like, "I don't see an issue." Bad. Who who would react poorly to that? It's like, uh, everyone. Worse. Like, even though they reversed the decision, people are still pissed at them. Like, uh, they made the decision, even if they're like. Wait, we're taking that back. It's still like they decided to do that because people complained is the only reason they stopped like that. So, oh well. Uh, you win some, you lose some. And their Games Pass is still a great deal. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it goes on sale like all the time. I, yeah. the, literally, the only time I ever get it is when it's like $1 for three months. And I'm like, yeah, yeah why not? For sure. 
There's no and reason. And I enjoy not those to. three months, and then when it's over, I don't care. <laughs> yep. Yep. Immediately cancel my uh, debit card information on there. So. I uh, I as soon as I signed up for like Games Pass, I went in, I went to the auto renew, and I just turned it yeah. off. <laughs> like, Are you sure you want to turn it off? You'll lose this great opportunity. It's like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, want no, I do that every time. Do not take my money. Get uh, away from me! I, don't talk to yeah. me again. Is it going to be a dollar in three months? No. Okay, then leave <laughs> me alone. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So there is a new studio. That has just been opened by uh, EA, and we all love EA. Nothing wrong with EA. Uh-huh. What's they haven't made on? any mistakes. Anyway, EA uh, is hip and young, and totally with the consumer. They yeah. love them. No microtransactions. It's all good. Oh, they know. And they know me. They know I love microtransactions. Yeah, of course. That's that's why you play games so you can spend more money on exactly the game after paying at full price. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So man. they announced that they have a new studio called Full Circle that uh and they're working on Skate, which it's the next Skate, not Skate 4 cuz they refuse to call it Skate 4. <laughs> they want uh, they yeah, don't want to say the next Skate. They don't want to acknowledge they are hiring for a bunch of positions, but Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um yeah. so if you're into that into game design and you think skateboarding and or skate is cool, I mean, go check it out. It's uh, it's like on EA.com. But yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what, if anything, that they have for, for skate, whatever the game ends up being. Because uh, as of right now, it's still vaporware. Because they, it yeah. seemed like they just announced the response. Because Skate Four uh, was trending when they were announcing uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two Collection. Like, you know. Oh, they announced like yeah a while ago that they were working on something involving skate. Again, they would not call it Skate Four. They would not say that it is a new game. They wouldn't like even say sequel. it was a console game. If I'm not yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, most speculation is that it's a mobile game essentially which would be such a kick in the teeth to everyone oh, yeah. who cares literally like, anybody that would be a nobody a, wants that what is it diablo immortal that would be yeah. like don't you guys have cell phones like bro <laughs> like uh <laughs> yeah okay I don't but it's like in that your... scenario they already had diablo 4 on the table but I it's like know. in this scenario it's like just the mobile game um yeah, I think there was like a report a long time ago that uh, skaters had been contacted to use their likeness in a mobile version of Skate. Like they got contacted by EA, and most oh, of them were no. like, uh, "No, go fuck yourself." Essentially, <laughs> like we don't want some stupid mobile game for like oh, a yeah. money grab. Yeah, that sucks. Um, but yeah, so that's like the only information, like concrete information, on what they might be working on is a mobile game. Uh, directly from the horse's mouth, essentially. Dang, um, that's yeah. So they have this new studio to prove that they're working on skate, quote unquote, is what the tweet said. Yeah, which time will tell what we got. Yeah, unless they show us something, I'm not going to be yeah super excited. About. Unless they show us gameplay on a console, mm-hmm. I don't care. If yeah. they show <laughs> you this whole like health fitness app 
that will track you while you're skateboarding in real life and then it <laughs> provides AR elements for you to play your and earn skate EA bucks or whatever <laughs> that you can spend like shut up leave me alone nobody wants that EA doesn't even want that like you're not going to make skate go which is like their version of Pokemon go like come on <laughs> <sighs> Pop a tray flip and you can catch the Pikachu. <laughs> awesome. You know how many That's lawsuits that would cost? <laughs> I oh. broke my femur. Yeah, yeah, there'd have to be like a million page fucking uh, agreement yeah. to not yeah. sue them if you fuck up your trick. Listen, there's been there's been like dumber apps. Like what was the one? I it's called like to heaven or whatever and it was an app where it was like it gauged you on like how far up you could throw your phone what it was a real thing it, it's like <laughs> wow. immediately immediately lawsuits that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah that's hilarious my god i'll look it up but... um that sucks yeah and Things that also may suck, which I think I've already used that tra- uh, transition in this episode, <laughs> but here, here we go, a second time, the rerun of that. Uh, Netflix announced a bunch of crap, and uh, they're making a Tomb Raider anime. Yeah. Did anyone ask for that? Does anyone <laughs> want that? I mean, um, nope. okay. every time I hear about Tomb Raider nowadays, I'm like, okay. I'm not really, like, ecstatic, but I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, it's a sequel to the most recent reboot of the video game trilogy. Oh, so it's based on the video game and not the movie series. I guess so, yes. Huh. Okay. And then um, and then, additionally, they're making a spin-off live action, a live action spin-off of The Witcher called The Witcher Blood Orange. Mm-hmm. Which, okay. <laughs> That's a lame. <laughs> Um, Wait, is it literally and, called Blood Orange? Yeah, it's called The Witcher colon Blood Orange. My favorite flavor spin. of San Pellegrino. <laughs> I was is... about to say the same thing. Didn't <laughs> like yeah, I don't get it uh, either. And then they also announced, and here you go, Rob, there is an anime spinoff of Kong Skull Island. Yeah! That'll just—that's just gonna be called Skull Island. Listen, I—I'd love to for us to spend more time there, see more of the monsters, see how that island works. I like how they reimagined it in the movie, so I'm really looking forward to it. There was also um, there's this new show that's coming out on. I don't think I. Uh... I saved it, which is sad. Oh, it's called Shadow and Bone. It's um based off of this uh, young adult novel series, like both uh, a trilogy and then a spinoff like duology. Uh, the 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 um I've read the series, that's why I know. Um, it's a Netflix. They're doing a live a- uh, action adaptation, and they released a bunch of photos and stuff. And apparently, it comes out uh, April twenty third. There'll be eight episodes. It's um, mm-hmm. uh, the the author's name is uh, Lee Bardugo, and uh, they're like young adult books meant for um, basically like young women. That's like what the demographic is for. I read them; um, they're pretty good. 
in my opinion. It has like an interesting um, like magic to it. It's that's like and how like the world works like that. It's an interesting fantasy world and like with all the nooks and crannies that it goes into. I would it like gives me Final Fantasy um, six vibes if that is like something interesting mm-hmm. um, that some people would be into. Anyway, live action version comes out um, like the adaptation. It's definitely they're combining like both the trilogy and the duology together. So I don't really know how that's going to work, but yep, April 23rd on Netflix, all eight episodes. So wow, check that out or whatever. Um, and uh, Rob, you just posted this link <laughs> for it's it's about the the app. It was for the Send Me to Heaven, which is the app that you throw your phone up in the air. The game titled Send Me to Heaven scores users on how high they can fling their smartphone into the air. When was this published? 2013. 13. Uh, Wow. I I love that the title of the uh, article is Apple doesn't want you to break your phone like an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... That sucks. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, basically, there is a, uh, yeah, before players, as the article from HuffPost says, before players can actually get to firing their phone into the air with the reckless abandon, they have to agree to the game's disclaimer, which reads in part, um, in no event shall be liable for any direct, (laughs) indirect, incidental, consequential, or exemplary damages or injuries. Like, oh, okay, so you knew that they would probably mess up a bunch of stuff including themselves yeah that sucks that really <laughs> is awful uh where was i okay the most important thing we're probably going to talk about besides ori and the world list which i played through yeah uh, all of uh is the full trailer for kong versus godzilla oh i'm sorry godzilla versus kong it's important that i say that in that order um, yeah. Not only is it correct, but Con- uh, King Kong versus Godzilla is a different movie, which this <laughs> one is based off of, basically. Um, so Godzilla versus Kong, the full trailer came out. People are losing their minds, myself included. I know it looks so fucking sick. I I'm, I'm so pumped. I'm really happy. It looks like it's it's not like I've, I've heard some people say like it's it should be taking itself like much more seriously why i (laughs) yeah i've heard like well like some people have said like the song and it should have been an orchestral like choir of the gods and i'm like no this is like this is a grudge man like this is like yeah we need i don't know i've heard that a lot people don't seem to get it and that doesn't make any sense to me (laughs) Are they watching those movies for like the like be like whole runtime besides maybe twenty minutes? And I'm being very generous when I say that. <laughs> besides the twenty minutes of giant monsters punching each other, like, <laughs> are you watching that for the human drama within those movies? Because if you are, you're watching that for the wrong movies. Like the yeah. human, like the, the the human drama that is like in between the monster fighting is the buildup and anticipation of the audience. So that when those moments happen, that it's way cooler. Mm-hmm. They gave us like a chocolate sundae 
and it was just like like the whole thing for for two hours we would all die like but people are us- on like the opposite end of the spectrum too right they're like yeah just show me the monster fighting and then end the movie it's like how are you gonna okay, do that well, for what two the hours fuck is the point like yeah exactly you're not gonna be able to do that for two hours a and then b it's like okay well then that just kind of like defeats the purpose of like the entire build up yeah. of the story and climax of it to the point where you get to see these fucking monsters go ham and fist against each other it's like yeah okay go watch something else i guess like, yeah you could you could like, look that up on youtube if you wanted you could like yeah. type down all the fight scenes and you could, a super cut of all but the like fight why scenes be upset from... about it that's my point it's like yeah it's worked twice before i like the first godzilla movie the second one was also fucking rad it's like yeah <laughs> yeah i, I, don't I don't think... people don't seem to understand it which doesn't make any sense to me i think yeah. i think it's really weird like um what was it i saw the other day it was my my friend was like um these like he he kind of treated it like godzilla was a person and he was like like, older, like he was a sacred being that should not be uh portrayed in that way or something yeah and it, it made me think like oh like godzilla one treated it like well, I feel like you needed to treat Godzilla much more respectively with the first one that they did in 2014 because we, like, the last time Americans made a Godzilla movie, they fucked it up royally. Yeah. You had to you had to earn the public's respect for this, uh, this thing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. With that film. Which yeah. Which I believe they did. And then, the, mm-hmm. then King of Monsters is like... It's like, all right, let's start having fun again. Let's, like, we know Godzilla isn't a joke. We're not going to betray anything essential to him. But let's have, like, let's have Sarge Tankin, like, at the ending, sing the Godzilla th- Godzilla from Blue Oyster Cult as uh, we do articles how he's wrecking shit around the world. Uh, yeah. That's cool. And, yeah. I, there was something else I was going to say, but I, what do you... What else do you guys feel about this? Did you say Serge Tankian from the Blue Oyster Cult? No, I said he sang the song from Blue he Oyster sang, Cult. Okay. Yeah, I know, Serge Tank. <laughs> how, how do you pronounce his name? I feel like I'm saying it wrong. Uh, Serge Tankian, I think. Okay, Tankian. Okay. I don't know. I, kept, I mean, I don't know. I keep saying Tankin, but... Uh, I don't know who that is, so it's... He's obvious. the lead the singer lead of System singer of the Down. System of a Down. Yeah. <laughs> we said it in stereo. <laughs> Wow. A surround sound system. Thank you. You can now um, uh, put both of our voice tracks from left to right, and now yeah, you split it at that moment. Yeah, exactly. If that you doesn't know, happen, it's gonna be really be bad in, in the uh, post if the audio is messed up by even a millisecond. It's just not gonna work. <laughs> anyway, not work. Uh, It'll make it even better. That sucks for me later in my life. Uh, yeah, so I'm like, I watched a little teaser that Warner Brothers put out, like when they were like all the things coming to hbo max and then they released the full trailer i'm watching the trailer i'm like it's kind of cool okay this is really cool yeah oh that's awesome Mm -hmm. and it's like oh snap like you're just like they build up the hype but i'm also like when i think about it when i like come back from like i'm excited to see big monkey punch big lizard (laughs) like when i come back from that and i turn my brain to on mode again i'm like you know I hope that's not all the big action scenes. Like, yeah. I kind of want, 
like i hope those are like those aren't the big big things like i want there to be like a way like bigger set of scenes yeah. that i'm equally or more hype about in the film that i don't see before i see the film and so. and another thing is uh the big the big issue i'm I'm kind of scared about what this is that they had to reshoot a couple like they had to do like they had a first test screening and a few producers apparently the thing was they didn't get it was I think was the major feeling they don't understand that big <laughs> monkey punch big lizard yeah so I'm I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping it's not like I am hoping it's not just either a it was all a giant fight scene and now we're going to get 80 percent more talking bits that's more like the more than like a couple things to reshoot yeah i would say yeah that's a lot like apparently they added a lot more scenes to it so that's i mean may, oh hey just make wonder woman 1984 was two and a half hours long yeah that movie did not need to be two and a half hours long if Kong, uh, if uh, if Godzilla versus Kong is two and a half hours long, all right, I'm in. Cause like, okay, <laughs> mm -hmm. like, whatever. They, if there was like all a fight scene before, sure, add some human element. I need to, yeah. you need to break that up because it, you just can't be on like the, like the apex of a roller coaster the whole time. Yeah, you like, you can't like. There's a point where the the effect dulls of what they're like that hype that they're building so they they have to pace it out in a in like a, a nice way so yeah definitely looking forward to it um we could talk about our speculation and or like things that we've seen on the internet if you guys want to about <laughs> uh what what could be in the movie and what might uh be spoilers which we don't know because obviously none of us have seen the film but maybe people yeah. don't really want to know as much as like or didn't want their brain to go there yeah so i guess we could do like a mild like warning if you care at all about uh godzilla versus kong and don't read the internet when everyone else has already put it at, like pointed it out put it out there and whatever like you, okay. you you've been warned and all right, three, two, one. Rob, talk about the Funko Pop. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Finally, I am unleashed. No, uh, oh. uh, no, uh, just kind of in the uh, trailer, like everyone was like, does does King Kong have like Stormbreaker at one point? Yeah, it really does look like Stormbreaker, yeah. and then he does the thing. Yeah. He literally does the like the like. Thanos is yeah. giving the Infinity Gauntlet beam at, at Thor. Thor yeah. is using his hammer uh, to, uh, to using Stormbreaker to deflect the beam, and then um, he he hits him. But in, yeah. in this one, they cut it off before, right before. Yeah. But Kong has this like giant like axe. He's using it to deflect slash absorb um, the uh, what is it? Atomic breath. Yeah, is that what Godzilla has. Yeah, Godzilla's atomic breath. Yeah, and Godzilla. It looks like Kong is going for the head, which is a, a, obviously a, an Infinity uh, War reference, and it's just like so hype. Like we were all hype about 0.5 seconds of giant monkey man punching giant lizard <laughs> in the face. And they're like it cutting there, and that's all we got. And we're like, "Oh snap!" And then this one, it starts out with that. We get the full uh, like through. We see the weight of like the punch, 
but then like they cut the trailer the end of it with this whole like axe bit and yeah. you're like awesome i cannot <laughs> wait for this film to come out which is coming out two months earlier on like home streaming okay yeah i'll sign up for hbo max <laughs> like come on yeah yeah oh. i uh but yeah to to wrap up the whole thing uh in case you're wondering if there's going to be a scene where Godzilla takes like an experimental energy, uh, like axe or something, uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently they've explained it through a Funko pop that he is going to take one of Godzilla's scales and tie it to a bone to create. Oh, so that makes so, sense. So what I think, cause they show, um, so in the, in the King of Monsters, they had like, they, so okay, King Monsters is a strange <laughs> movie, and also like the big, the big fun uh, that they were going for. So there's this like, you know how Flat Earth is a like a conspiracy theory that's out there. So there's also yeah. there's also a different conspiracy theory called the Hollow Earth, where there's just a bunch of tunnels throughout the Earth. There's no core, but like there's just fast tracking tunnels <laughs> to other places, and that's how Godzilla yeah. can just show up in random places really fast because he goes through these tunnels and they showed that happening in in like the movie in king of the monsters where they go to this ancient temple of atlantis or whatever and this it's like this godzilla civilization where he goes to like recharge in a literal sense and then um and then in the trailer it shows like kong in like what looks to be like one of those hollow earth temple places and um it's like i'm assuming it's like one ancient like because like, like we saw Atlantis. the things yeah so it's like the the king kong or just kong version of that where like the ancient uh kong guys they uh they like got they made a uh an axe out of like the bone and the scale of like a different like whatever godzilla like species is yeah and then uh he's gonna use it this ancient weapon against godzilla i think that's what it is yeah unless like unless they're gonna go even more bonkers they're gonna like the u.s military has decided <laughs> to take one of the like the godzilla scales and put a giant <laughs> bone uh, handle on it and give it to the big monkey they'll know what to do like as a sign of our solidarity for preserving I, the human race i think it might be even just like in the fight like they're grappling and he just like kind of rips out a scale and then like where does he get the bone <laughs> that's the question the though where the fuck does he get the bone skull island obviously oh, he carries one bone with God. him throughout the whole movie and not the one you think, but then he. Uh... Oh. <laughs> Listen, this isn't the first time Kong has gone to jail. He learned some tricks. <laughs> I don't need to explain that further. I mean, okay. we have seen him like be able like to use tools in the other in uh, Skull Island, and so I think I think that's going to be part of the big advantage he has on Godzilla. And this one is we're going to see him like. Oh, no. Yes, this is what the whole movie is about. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, I know. Uh, it's it's about the um, translation of uh, evolution, right? <laughs> We're showing that humans are evolved because we can use tools and have opposable thumbs. While lizard, very stupid, <laughs> big dumb, 
<laughs> well, no, then Godzilla's gonna be like, you think I'm a fucking idiot? Pulls out a gun and shoots him. <laughs> well, well, it's, the plot of the movie is, um, is, um, King Kong, or he will become King Kong, spoilers, he's going to become King Kong. They're gonna call him King Kong, because in the previous movie, they set up Godzilla as, uh, king Godzilla. as king of all the monsters, so he's the king. And then, this one, Kong's gonna punch Godzilla in the face, also axe him to the face, and then he's going to become King Kong. And uh, when um, Godzilla heals up and Kong can't defeat the uh, actual big bad of the movie, which isn't Godzilla, because obviously Godzilla's a hero. Um, we gotta see them hang out. We gotta see him punch the main villain together. They're going to literally fist bump. In the film, I they're hope gonna to- fist bump as they do a combo attack. Um, I'm gonna charge the blade, and you're gonna like uh, cut the guy like you did to me. But this time, it's gonna work for I, real. I hope to and God then... we get that, and we also get the like. There's when the battle's done, they look at each other and they give each other a head nod, and then they walk away in different directions. They give each other a, a thumbs up, and um... <laughs> they're gonna fist bump, and then like. It'll be normal at first, and then Godzilla holds up like his hand, and it's like all broken fingers. <laughs> his tiny hand compared to Godzilla or uh, King Kong's huge hand. Uh, it's really funny because, uh, like, I guess the trailer is like putting it out there, like, why is Godzilla being evil, and is he being mind controlled? Yeah, controlled? they're like, oh, he's like the- freaking out. What's going uh, on? And they're like, oh, you thought Godzilla was like your friend? <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a force of nature. Calling the military now. <laughs> he's obviously not your friend. He's just a force of nature. He's writing uh, the balance of the world. Obviously, standard uh, crew cut sergeant guy with bad <laughs> attitude and white yeah. hair who's uh, about to retire soon. It's like we got a fucking call in the military right now. He's going to be played by Brian Cox, uh, like he is played in every movie ever. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, it's going to be a cool really fun dumb film i'm assuming yeah. it's going to be really dumb fun and i'm looking forward to it yeah, very yeah much so. there's a um, it's awesome there's a kind yeah. of podcast i listened to um and they said like oh is it called echo screen oh yeah it's nice. called echo screen and they said no five seconds ago it's gonna be a lot of fun um no uh it, called it. <laughs> i think they said uh, this is going to be rampage levels of uh, lunacy, and I'm here for it. So, hey, what podcast was this, Rob? I think it was like uh, they're on YouTube. Um, it, it's like uh, double toasted, I think. Interesting, because I was listening to, and I believe Aaron listens to this podcast, wow. a different podcast. Call me out like this. Uh, where they said they also brought Rampage into the mix when they were talking about this. Wow. Yeah, they uh, did. Rampage just they, keeps getting brought up with this one. I wonder why. They did not. Um, <laughs> they did not like Rampage. They thought it was very dumb. Oh, so, and that podcast is uh, Mega Sixty Four. So don't send oh. me a hate mail, which we don't get any. They're also all, notorious so. hitters of uh, what's probably going to be this new uh, movie. Yeah. They're probably going to be haters. Oh man. Done. I mean. I'm not watching this movie because it's like great cinema. I'm watching this movie because it's Big Monkey punches Big Lizard. Yeah. Like I, as I've said one <laughs> yeah. billion times on this show. It's awesome. So, I, yeah. Uh, 
there's this stupid meme that's going around how they'll be like nerd voice explaining why Godzilla based on all the stats could totally destroy King <laughs> yeah. Kong easy and then it slowly fades in a picture of King Kong and it's and it plays like the um Donkey Kong country music <laughs> and it's just big monkey, mm, mm, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh god um, you now just gave me the idea of doing the worst thing I could ever do and do one wing Kong over the entire no, trailer. Please, not like this. <laughs> All right, that was the show, guys. Uh, we'll never do another episode. We'll scrub this from the internet. The show is canceled. This, this show can't be released otherwise. Oh, joking. Uh, we'll definitely continue to release episodes because it's fun. And Robert's uh, anyway. just not going to be part of it anymore. <laughs> He's going to be the front and center of this podcast. No! Uh, he has to be. How else will we defeat uh, Anthony when the time comes in our our movie? We brought it back! So I guess, so I guess they're going to make a movie about me, and it's going to be like a dark, gritty version of my, of me, my life. Yeah. And then they'll make a sequel movie, and they're like, We'll tell Aaron's uh, origin story for another like seventy fifth time, and we'll <laughs> but also in slow motion. Make him, yeah, and we'll also make him really old, and it will it'll be fine, and he'll just be really old in comparison to my me my character for some odd reason. And at the end of the movie, we'll Aaron and I will both look at each other after we team up after trying to kill each other for two hours, and we'll be like, "Who's he?" And it'll just be Rob. And you'll just be like hanging out, and then and uh, it will Anthony make no will it'll just... make no sense because like I met Aaron first, and he'll say like I thought I was with you. I thought he was with you. And... Yeah, <laughs> it won't make any sense whatsoever, and it'll be awesome. <laughs> anyway, Zack Snyder's Justice League coming to HBO Max soon. <laughs> this is a really good uh, ad that uh, HBO Max gave us to do. Yeah, <laughs> HBO Max. I mean, hey, if I wasn't subscribed before, which I definitely wasn't. I might be in March. Um, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, I think that's all the news, which we're not a news podcast anymore, but we talked for a whole hour about the news. Yeah, you keep bringing up this news thing after saying that you wouldn't do the news I thing. I know, but it's just like... <laughs> it's in your it's a jumping off it's, point. Yeah. Anyway, last week I played so many video games, but this week... I really just played Ori and the Will of the Wisps. <laughs> One which video game. It's completely... Oh, I did play a bunch of uh, uh, Tetris in um, Poyo Poyo... Poyo? Poyo? What is Poyo? Is that the Kirby Puyo, sound? Puyo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kirby makes the sound Puyo. Uh, oh, Poyo. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Hey, time's Puyo, a charm. We'll get it right. Puyo Puyo Tetris there you go. 2 there you is go. what I was playing Tetris on. They have this like Sonic free Sonic DLC, and I was just playing the Tetris mode, and I was having a great time with that. I'm getting uh, mild, like mildly and marginally better at Tetris as I continue to play, so that's like a, a net positive for me. And then I played a ridiculous amount of uh, Panel de Pawn, uh, which I talked about in depth last week, and uh, I, which we talked about uh, Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition. Aaron and I both played that last uh, last week. And talked mm-hmm. about it in depth and Aaron was like I'm gonna jump right into the sequel and I said I'll probably need a palate cleanser before <laughs> I do it and what happened I played through all of Ori and the Will of the Wisps and Aaron immediately did not yeah 
so yeah well i have stuff to do you know so yeah i know i can't deny that i totally have stuff to do but uh ori is just uh it was on my mind i could not get it out of my mind and i needed to uh i needed to experience it and that game i will say i i probably spent like 18 hours doing like the main story and i did explore pretty much every area i did not do there's uh there's quests in this game so i'll try and be as vague as possible like with like big elements because aaron hasn't played it and i don't think he wants to be spoiled yep. but um there's a lot more mechanically involved with the game from just like th- literally the beginning it's just hey you know how that game is a metroidvania and it was mostly like there was some combat uh well this is a different animal the thing that aaron was saying last week about how um like two games in a series like they're individual entities that like he was like that was his perspective on it and i didn't personally feel like that but like looking back on it i can kind of view that like if ori is kingdom hearts one ori uh, like ori in the will of the wisp uh is kingdom hearts two in in like in Mm. that case it like but it's it's less like it's less like um like the combat it's it's like two There's less of a generational gap yeah like one feels like tank controls in like kingdom hearts one comparatively to two because yeah. two they remade the entire engine and it just feels completely different in, in like every way with like a bunch of tacked on systems and this they took the base system of all the platforming movement and everything from ori like the first like uh, blind forest and then they took that made it smoother better and and like more creative in like the the environment um like stuff uh design level design in um well the west and then they also added this entire um element of like combat and uh, combat abilities to mm-hmm. it and it just like uh it's weird to say, but it's game changing. Like it, it adds this like com- a com- level of complexity that you felt like you're a master of the previous game. You come in, it completely feels fresh and familiar at the same time, and then as you adjust to it, um, and like it like has a totally different vibe in every way. It's 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 wonderful because I did not feel like. Um, it was hard to change my mind from like how I I pr- like went into Ori in the Blind Forest and how I learned to deal with that game. Um, well, the Wisps did a great job, like being like, "This is this version's take. And this is how you do it here," and it feels the same but different. And um, you will eventually learn a level of mastery in the same way, but you won't need that level of mastery, I don't think, when you go back to or in the blind forest which i like as well so they're doing similar but different things which is nice um yes. i i said i played 18 to 20 hours of the game did not did not 100 percent it did not do all the quests which is a bunch of different quest lines um like side quests and main quests and stuff like that um there's way more things to do way more environment to explore there's a lot I guess there's a lot more verticality. There was a lot of verticality in the first one, but I think that they do more with it in the second one. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I guess it did take them like four or five years. Moon Studios was founded in 2010, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So they probably were working on other stuff, but it took them like from prototyping and being purchased as an Xbox studio, they probably went to full production on Ori in like 2012-ish. I definitely know that they spent like a significant like longer time than that when it came out in uh, 2015 than they had like were under the Xbox umbrella. But uh, yeah, it makes sense that I, ca- I guess Ori and the Will of Wisps came out in, um, in March of last year, like similar or around the same time that Doom Eternal came out. Totally mm. did not hit my radar. Obviously, <laughs> I just wasn't into it at the time. And um, it took them like another, like barring the definitive edition, it took them another um, five years to to iterate and produce this game. And like if the if the first game didn't like it has like some narrative stuff, but it's not like it's like a very loose story, but it's like pretty like linear i guess and it's not like super complex the uh the second one adds more layers i mean i'm not talking like rpg levels of like in depth but it does like have more it to it than that Mm -hmm. um wonderful game wonderful visuals design uh, uh i enjoyed the um the combat experience uh experience and the um the platforming elements and like how they were married together in that um there's a lot like i I didn't want it to end but i also was like it was just like the right amount of time which it's like i spent like around 11 hours 12 hours with the first game so it was like another third of like or or almost double i guess yeah so it's like that's good it's awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to what uh, what eventually Moon Studios has uh, down the road. Uh, and I'm all on board for Ori as the uh, next Smash character. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be so sick. Is it, I would really want to know how that would work. It's an independent like, studio, right? Moon Studios is an Xbox studio. Okay, it's an yeah. Xbox studio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, technically um like Bam- even though there's legacy there like minecraft steve like yeah he, like minecraft's on every platform ori both ori games are on nintendo switch yeah so mm-hmm. so it's a possibility yeah. it is oh it like they've been determined predetermined but yeah it could happen like that'd mm-hmm. be sick that'd be i would love that hmm. i mean you get two microsoft reps uh oh three microsoft reps because they would have um banjo kazooie and then Minecraft Steve, and then Ori. That would be so sick. Yeah. And they would just be a very different character than a lot of uh, what there is there. So it would be cool. Great mascot. That's so, uh, Ori's silhouette is so cool. So Yeah, that's what I played. Hell did yeah. Play, did you guys play anything? Uh, I did not the most exciting game i've played is uh the scrabble game on snapchat the last couple of days so wow 
Rob, um... I need to get into Royale. I know. I just, I feel like after this week, uh, midterms kind of snuck up on me. So they always do. You're always, you're halfway there. Yeah, I know. It's horrifying, (laughs) but, uh, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm going to try to get to, um, get to it this weekend. As soon as I'm, I have to design a website. Um, for all of you who don't know, um, it'll be, hopefully it'll be something like robertcore.com, you know, check me out. It should be super cool and not looking like a train wreck. Um, so if, uh, anyone needed, um, incentive to go visit that website, his social security number and credit yep. card info will be on the front page. So boom, go check that out and share with your friends, just like you should do this podcast. Exactly. But anyway. Uh, I hope you do play uh, Persona. I'm actually going to be jumping back into Persona. Um, that's the plan anyway. Um, this, hopefully, maybe even tonight, I will jump back in. I really need to beat that game before Strikers comes out next month. So mm-hmm. um, I have been looking forward to it. I've been dreading going back into Persona because I haven't played since, like, maybe july or august i don't know it's been a while and it's kind of hard to wrap your head around like where you were in that like that really in-depth game so uh it's not as much i'm sure it'll be like getting back on a bike after a while okay is the fear it's like flying an airplane after uh, (laughs) bring it back 20 or 30 years perfect you know man like, yeah but it's not now, like it's the same airplane it was a literal modern uh <laughs> fighter jet comparatively like yeah it totally just works the same now all these buttons and levers like yep these engines totally work exactly the same as those old prop planes nothing different about these anyway yeah what did you play Aaron? i know you played some stuff uh i played risk of rain too i think that's the only new thing that i played and it's very good. It's highly addicting. It's a roguelike game. Uh, I've been playing with a, a couple friends, Chad and Ari and Nick. Uh, we have yet to... Different Nick was hasn't been on this podcast. Yeah, we've yet to get like a session with all of us in it. But yeah, super fun. Um, it's like a sort of a shooter. It's not necessarily a skill-based shooter, but they have different characters that can... Um, fulfill different rules like more support heavy characters or more uh damage and aim heavy characters things like that um yeah you basically uh start out on a certain alien world i guess it's like a you you like travel to a a couple of different levels and uh, the longer you stay in each level like the harder the difficulty of the game gets um so technically you kind of want to balance like how long you stay and like how much uh that helps you out like building towards the items that you want to get things like that um and like how long or how quickly you want to go uh to make sure that you know things don't get too crazy by the time you get to the last boss and things like that um but yeah i think there's like you go through 10 levels uh until you get to the last boss i think or maybe less i forget we only made it there once and got destroyed um but yeah having a good time it's like is it crazy is it cooperative multiplayer or is it like and like otherwise it's like ai or is it like no it's a you either play by yourself or you invite other people and they just yeah so so it's like 
Well, I guess it's not like a big multiplayer game like in like Titanfall or Call of Duty kind of sensibilities where you're playing like actual people on the. Yeah, no, it's just like you drop down on this planet. You have to kill a bunch of enemies. If you want to go to the next level, you have to fight a boss. Um, If you invite more people, you do the same exact thing, except with more people and more enemies. Is it first person? No, it's third person. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I think you told me that off uh, podcast, and I just voided it out of my brain. But, yeah, that yeah. Uh, that is cool. I honestly um, might check it out. Is it four, or is it um, It's is like it four, four player or more? Up to 16. Really? We can yeah. have a squad of 16 people playing yeah. the game? Like, I think you can technically... You add, like, a certain bar of code to your, like, Steam launcher, uh, and that just, like, uncaps the uh four player limit uh to make it like 16 wow yeah dang Jeez. okay that's i mean obviously it'll scale past four players um, for sure but that's like really cool that's way more know, enticing to get a big group fun. of people yeah all right i actually might jump on that then yeah it's really 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 fucking good nice um is anything else you guys want to talk about uh i did want to mention uh and go in a little bit more in depth with wandavision but if you have anything else we should let's talk nothing let's talk wandavision all right not to go uh too long we're already 100 100 oh an hour and 17 minutes into this thing but um yeah, so the first three episodes of WandaVision are out. We talked about, uh, Aaron and I talked about the first two episodes last week in pretty vague terms. Uh, just like yeah. mostly impressed that Marvel was willing to do something kind of like that Marvel and Disney were willing to put something so weird out in the MCU um, universe for mainstream and maybe even their first like foray into TV or streaming, whatever. We're impressed with that. Uh, episode three, uh, I guess before we go into episode three, Rob. What is your feelings? I guess spoilers for WandaVision uh, up till now. Um, just Like just kind of feelings on the whole show in general? Yeah, everything so far. I mean, maybe stay away from episode three so yeah. we can talk about that collectively. Yeah. Just the first two episodes. I mean, I think it's the same thing. I like find it commendable that like they're doing such strange things with this and for a while I was like thinking like Kevin Feige said like this is definitely going to be the weirdest thing we're going to be doing in a while and uh I I kind of was like okay it's not going to be that weird but like this one like commits to like being like the shows it's trying to emulate and then it really goes down really creepy avenues when it's like has that kind of portion of it I, I would say like right now I'm I'm still waiting for like something to like be like I I don't know like sometimes I feel like I'm I'm waiting throughout a whole episode if that makes sense because yeah the full picture isn't like we're missing a puzzle piece and like kind of their yeah. the way that the pacing is it's like yeah it's kind of, kind of still waiting for that to show up yeah and i i do like kind of like the jokes you can get out of like just kind of seeing these characters in like the kind of format but it's just like it, as i see it i'm just like i i used to watch tv land a lot when i was a kid so like i was just like oh so it's just a whole episode of like uh the pretty that's how i felt with episode two i was like episode one is like setting this up 
okay, I get it. Then they just continued the bit yeah. for episode two, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. I guess we're just, mm-hmm. this is the show. Like, I guess we know all these characters, and all right. And yeah. then episode three, like, really is, like, if you guys it's, have, it's, do you have any more thoughts on episode two, I'm not, I guess? I'm, I mean, yeah. I, the biggest thing, I guess, is, is it all right if I talk about a specific thing in episode two? We're all, all spoilers are free and fair. Okay, the biggest thing I was like, that is, that's not what that is. And at the same time, I was like, is that that? I was like, is the beekeeper the Nazi villain swarm from Hydra? Interesting. But, yeah, no. but I think it's either going to end up being uh, alluded to Hive or it's going to be something else or something connected to her past but that's all i got i mean it's the sword logo unless she's like really manipulating like reality in a way that like as soon as they cross through the portal that it was changed did i say Um, hive yes you did which i was like oh yeah oh well (laughs) it's it's two things hive is like a weird uh like he's a creature that like hydra made to embody like their ideals and it's just like this monster character he was actually a villain in season three of agents of shield um Rob, the fact that you know <laughs> too much about monster characters is very concerning it's it's all i care about man uh i but, know it's i really know you're really looking forward to a, a morbius or whatever oh uh, finally i can finally you watch jared leto yeah at, when's uh, when's venom 2 coming out uh, i think morbius is going to come out first before venom 2 which i think honestly just so when when venom and morbius team up to defeat it will make Carnage, sense it makes sense yeah, yeah. Okay. uh but Jesus. but god uh anyway um but no uh i meant aim because like they have aim they yes. have beekeeper aim. outfits and their symbols like a hexagon so yeah all right okay okay yeah i was thinking about it and i was like you know, witchcraft is usually associated with, like, pentagrams and stuff, but they're going, like, really hard into this, like, hexagon iconography. Yeah. And it it's really interesting. I've never put it together that, like, a hex, as in, like, a ah. like, like magic, like, I don't, like, I don't know if they would be that, like, funny or like, funny about it, but, like, it's interesting. I never really put it into perspective until I was, like... What's well? What's up with all these hexagons? Magic, hex, hexes. The number oh, six. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very, very much projected that uh, Mephisto is like a big, big involvement here. But there's also um, it's that guy, the guy with the horned helmet. Uh, you don't mean Loki, do you? No, no, he hasn't been shown. Nightmare. Anymore. The demon. No, his name is like. Um, it has like death something or other in it. Uh, oh, you mean the Grim anyway. Reaper? Grim Reaper. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> death something? What yeah, the, the Grim Reaper. There's like in the animated opening for episode two, in like under the floor, in like that like cross section of like, uh, there's like the Grim Reaper's helmet. Yeah. And it's just like, why is that there? And also like, uh, Agatha is supposed to be like, 
like the character in the show who's like Wanda's friend. Agnes. Like always talking yeah. about Agnes. She's always talking about um, her like awful husband Ralph and how <laughs> she's like the devil's in the details and like talks about like all this like stuff that is related to like the devil or like sacrilege or uh etc etc and it's like in the comics if she's based on the character that character she means like she's working with mephisto and then wanda in the third episode just had her kids who in the comics are like pieces of his soul and whatever whatever like it's all this like insane stuff that they're definitely not going to touch anywhere in the show they're definitely going to like make it more reasonable but yeah we're going down like this dark path and wanda like disappears someone in like episode three like that's the like she has the kids she goes through pregnancy in like literally the span of a day Uh, all this haunted house stuff happens in in her in her home (laughs) Vision uh, just reveals the fact that he's a super person to him. Also, I feel like this is the first time that he's, like, like really demonstrated his super speed ability in just, like, in general. Yeah. And he chose not to, like, fly, which he normally does, and, like, phase through places. He chose Mm -hmm. to run really fast (laughs) and go grab that guy and then run really fast back. And, and it that's works interesting and it works with kind of like the sitcom like cheesy logic of like oh boy you sure are a fast runner yeah and it all and it's also like they it's not like they, they forgot he can phase shift or whatever like literally and then like okay and then there's that whole like vision is concerned and he's like talking to wanda and then wanda like makes that horrible like literal like really bad edit yeah of that scene to change things did you guys did you guys Mm -hmm. think for like a split second you're like oh i sat on my remote yeah something like like there's something wrong with the stream like we were watching (laughs) it with the like the like um disney plus has this like built-in um like share like you share with other people and like watch together or whatever and we uh, we were doing that and we thought that the stream had messed up but it was actually just part of the show i think that that's that's what were you gonna say i guess it's intentional yeah Yeah. but it's like also um scarier yeah it's like wanda this is vision that's your guy you're doing it to him now like also and then you disappear this lady like what is what are you going off the rails it really is house of m you're the villain the whole time yeah well cue uh that bit from mrs doubtfire the whole time (laughs) the whole time uh (laughs) but even in House of M, it was, uh, what was it? It was like, it was Quicksilver who was like whispering in her ear saying like, you can have everything you want. Like, I have no idea why you're not doing that. And he like took advantage of her to kind of get his own wishes as well. So I'm wondering. There's this, um, not to, sorry to cut you no, off. No, go on ahead. I guess. Okay. There's this like weird thing where like, um, Vision's dead and like potentially if this was like quote-unquote hell let's just say it's hell or everyone who is in that town in westview is like dead let's say just like let's just say that it's hell on earth or whatever something has is wrong there obviously and they're trapped within it but if that were the case and like everyone happened to be dead or wanda could just bring anyone back like she was able to do with vision 
for all we understand unless he's like actually just a figment of her imagination within this like this realm it's like she acknowledges that her brother is dead and then she could just basically bring him back if she wanted to yeah so it brings the question why isn't he back yeah so and i wonder if we'll like wonder if that actor is secretly in this this uh that'd be cool the show that would be sick well they said that uh well two things are interesting right now uh paul bettany the guy who plays vision said that there's going to be an actor in the show that everyone's going to be like wait they got him to come on and uh chris evans captain america maybe i mean he might it's gonna be the the uh, fox x-men quicksilver well that's evan peters actually is in the cast so like it's either he's going going to play quicksilver from the x-men movies which would be a weird t- well i mean turn. they could do that is wanda gonna be the villain of multiverse of madness uh it's up in the air right now uh i think i don't know when they first were advertising it they were like uh right it was gonna be nightmare but then again scott derrickson is no longer part of it and he really he really wanted nightmare to be part the villain and now it's uh it's sam raimi so yep so Spider-Man is going to be the no Spider. It's going to be Superior Octopus. A uh, Superior Spider-Man is going to come from the multiverse. It's going to be some some uh, wild uh, Evil Dead crossover. Listen, I wouldn't mind if like they had like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge thing where like Doctor Strange pulls the Necronomicon out of like his books and he's like, "Oh no, I don't need this," and he like throws it aside. But or he just says to Peter, "Don't open that book." Is Whatever. Spider-Man in that? Uh, or is, am I confusing that? Spider-Man like, is... Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man. He's going to be in Spider-Man 3, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's that's it. All right. Oh, well. I'm like... I'm curious. It's the mystery... Like, I, they have to fill in some, some puzzle pieces with 4, and maybe they will. Uh, I'm, like, definitely on board for the whole season, but um, we're getting to that point where I'm just kind of like, okay, you have my attention, just stop uh playing with me jerking me around yeah yeah give me something to chew on with like i i'm waiting for the episode where we get like we see everything from the point of view of everyone outside of the bubble yeah so i would i'd love to just see like we get explanations for every like kind of knock they heard all in one episode so that'd be pretty cool but all right anything else guys nah end the episode (laughs) all right well that was echo echo screen oh wow i can't even speak echo screen episode 36 Uh, we'll be back next week with 37 uh uh, natural catastrophe which (laughs) i'm not trying to put that out there i'm just saying that is the only thing that would stop us uh yeah Thanks for listening. You can follow us on all social medias that we have linked below. Uh, please reach out to us. We'd like to answer listener questions or suggestions on topics we cover, blah, blah, blah. Recommendations of any kind, or if you want to hear anything about uh, our recommendations or stories specifically, let us know. Thanks for uh, being on, guys. Enjoy. Hey, man. Thanks for listening.
Catch you next time. See ya. See ya.